Good afternoon, my name is Dale Marshall and I want to welcome you to the Kitchen Sink Conversation, formerly known as the Twisted Roots Podcast. Um, we're gonna introduce ourselves. We're gonna go around the table. I'm gonna start on my right. Natasha Marshall. Kimberly Case. Abigail Walcott. Davina Richardson Robinson. So in the previous podcast, we had stuck a pin in it. We were talking about rape culture and we, we were talking about many different things that fall under that umbrella. And But the last thing that we were talking about, um, maturation. maturation, Natasha was talking about how girls mature quicker or faster than boys. And we were talking about women historically, um, or just there's been a history that, you know, some women could be, I don't know, conniving or um, manipulative. manipulative. And so I, what I wanted to, I took some notes because I wanted to piggyback on that. And so, th so my feeling on that is, yeah, they're maturing, uh, physically maturing quicker than them. I don't, and yeah, they might be exposed having starting to develop a different mindset. However, we got to remember that we don't sexualize ourselves. Like we're kind of, we're kind of thrown into that. Like this world sexualized women. We, we are looked at for, for really like one thing, you know, like we're that piece of meat. We're objectified to, you know, and, and to be there for their, their gratification. However, I feel like emotionally though, still, we're kind of around the same age. I feel like just because I'm getting my cycle before, and that's the thing, like, you know, what, what's, what's normally thrown at us once we got it, you can get pregnant. That's, that's what, what people say. That's you can get pregnant. So be careful. You can get pregnant. That's what so, I and, and, and that's, and, but it's still something that we walk around with shame though. Like we're still don't talk about our period. We're made to feel horrible about having our cycle. Like it's not, it's a normal part of life. Like we don't, it's like, we don't even appreciate it. Hold up. And I know I want to get back on track because this is the thing. Men historically have been the breadwinner and women have historically been the ones in the back, in the background, in the back seat. No, you wait, let me go do this. Let me conquer the world. And then I'll bring this back to you. So yeah, women look to some women look to men. Yeah. I want you to take care of me because I wasn't raised to take care of myself. I'm a woman. I'm, I am not as, you know, superior as you and now obviously no one here at this table thinks that way but we still there are girls being raised up that way to look for a for lack of a better word or phrase a meal ticket for somebody to take care of them what we are seeing is a role reversal where you have a lot of young boys a lot of young boys that don't want to do anything they want to be taken care of so you know and there's some women that are okay because why they you know you talked about this earlier kimberly um wanting that unit wanted that family wanted that man there so i'll do whatever i need to do to keep my man right here by my side but we you wanted to say something before I go any further. Well, no, I, you you touched on something, and I know that my husband and I had this conversation a lot because he he is oftentimes pulled. Uh, uh, people come to him uh, to ask questions or talk about their relationship issues, and he has this one person that always comes to him, and the guy is in the middle of some kind of conflict because he didn't like that the woman he was dating wanted to be in a relationship. And then she asserted herself and said, you know what? We're not going on the same path. Let me just go ahead and, and, and let this go. He found out that she's in a new relationship. And now he's basically stalking everything they do mm -hmm. because he is now cannot reconcile the fact that she didn't want to be with him because, oh, and this is the part y'all going to appreciate this. 
So he's light skinned with light eyes and good hair. He's like, well, everybody wants me. I got, I can have whatever. If you can have so many, go get them. She don't want you because she told you you are not going in a direction that is appropriate or acceptable to her. But again, back to your point. Guess what? When when we are indoctrinated to our into ourselves as women, a lot of times the messaging does come with you can now become pregnant. And guess what? You can you can now please him. And then not long after, if, if they didn't come with the cycle, your, your breasts develop, your hips develop, all that develop. And then that the whole dance around your sexuality becomes relevant and so, pertinent. But only to, not only in as far as what it requires for men, like what men want from mm-hmm. it. Exactly. And that's what I was going to say. And that's what I was going to say. Because let me add to that. He said, but let me add to this. He didn't want her until she didn't want until him. Until she didn't right, want but, him. So again, it's that control. Just but, like we were talking about the yes, culture. Yes. It's now control. How dare you say no but to they're me? Also, but, they're all, but they're also conditioned to believe that their dynamic or their importance with the woman is only pertinent when he has access. Because my husband made another point. He said, think about how many times a woman, if a woman tells a man she's on her cycle, he she can't do nothing, he's not paying her any attention. He don't want to come over. No. He don't want to be around her. And I think that's all relative. Because guess what? If my value to you only consists of what I can give unto you, not that there's a mutual, you, you see that play out more in the regular male-female dynamic yes, and in exchanges. Yeah. Because that's why rape can be so easily dismissed that's why rape can be so easily justified because we've already been conditioned from the beginning right. that a woman is only relative to a man when she's accessible that's the only, it only that's the only time it matters yeah. and like honestly when we talked about stopping rape and one of the things that i said off off the mic i was saying that i don't worry as much about stranger rape as i do partner violence i feel like a lot of these rapes occur in situations where the person can actually get you alone. Or that person we'll has, you some access to you, has access to you or is used to accessing you regularly. Like we've had to actually go to court to, to decide if your partner can actually rape you. Yeah. If mm-hmm. I say no, yeah. that's not a discussion. Right. But yeah. you slept with him before and you slept that with was, him yeah, after. That was last yeah. your husband and that's your boyfriend. And, and so he slept with you before and why can't he sleep with you now? Like, because I don't feel actually, like, it. like These are actually questions. Yeah. yeah. This is actually yeah. perspective taken. So when we're talking about it, like this idea that women are somehow so much more manipulative and so much more conniving and so much more controlling and so much more prone to to using and taking advantage of. I'm like, are you kidding? When we talk about, especially when we're looking at statutory rape dynamics, these men play up to these young girls. They're the hero. These girls want to please them. Mm-hmm. They, a lot or they of them, respect them because they they're the older gentlemen in the neighborhood. And take advantage of that. Yeah. That's not well, the, like door swings a, all, all, the door swings both ways. I don't think, I don't think one is more prevalent than the other. I, 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 I don't think one is more prevalent than the other. I think that it just depends on what the environment bred. Mm-hmm. I, I think what was nurtured and what was considered acceptable. Because I know I will never forget, um, to your point, that one movie that Nancy McKeon played in, and her husband oh, would gosh. rape her, yeah. and then and then he would beat her, and then yeah. he, he got and to the point where he actually, and buy her kids. yeah, yeah, and then he actually did it in front of the police, and the police did not intervene so no. much so that she. He was, that's how he well, was dealing with his wife. Well, back in the day, they normally didn't. They would just they, tell they him to talk don't. it out, or they would take well, she, him out. You just don't understand. Tell him to leave. Him They'll tell him to leave and come yeah. back. Yeah. Come back tomorrow morning. Go stay at a friend's house. 
But you, have, but you have police officers doing the same thing. They go home and you beat up their wives. But you also had that so in the military. So it was familiar too. to them. You have, you oh, have that in the military because I know, I know, and as you were talking, I was thinking about this one guy who always wanted to play up to the girls, like, oh, I'm like a brother, I'm like a brother. And I remember yes. distinctly one time we were all playing games, think we were all being cool and hanging out. And you I think, think he was with your friend. I think I'm with my homeboy who sees me like a little sister. And he messed up, made a fatal flaw when he's like, yo, what's up with that? Can I get that? It's like, bro, you sleep with your sister? Because if you if you're articulating, I'm like a sister to you. You sleep with your sister. Is that is that normal in your family? Like, in a way, he was grooming you. He, he thought he was yes. until I was like, right. like that. That's, that's, that doesn't make sense. And that was the intention. And you know, of getting we, next a lot to you. Of women talk about. We talk about it. It's so crazy to like how many of us don't have completely platonic male friends. I'm talking about male friends that don't that greater area mm-hmm. that don't try to get you. the water that uh-huh. don't make these little comments uh-huh. like you literally have some dude waiting looming over you yeah. in the wind turn. yes yes he gets a hit like when yes. you're vulnerable that's it. Yes. Yes. and that's all and that's all they are like they're, you thought you had a friend whole time you had a person just waiting, waiting to, for you for you to slip up yeah that's, that's correct you're vulnerable when they pick you up oh just take my number we can be friends we can be friends yeah and then Come you on. don't remember in that culture it, you you should but remember that oh, you remember that dc right. oh okay this time i'm gonna do my friend then now i'm manipulative and now i'm conniving and now i'm the problem because i'm not letting you use me any kind of way but then I, I know now. you grew up in the district area and then yes. you might remember <laughs> you remember not too long ago maybe we were probably 15, 13, 16-ish, and a guy would try to talk to you, and if you didn't give him any play, yes. the next thing you know, you became that B. Oh, absolutely. Like, just like, just like, just that. like that. Absolutely. 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 Yes. Listen. I was just trying to be nice. And there were times, listen, and there were, so there, and including myself, you, sometimes you would just give the number because you oh, didn't want to be verbally assaulted. And did you see right. that? That's, happened. That's what happened. That was at the root of what happened in New York. The girl did not want to give the dude her number and she tried to play it off as if she was on her phone. And because he did not get the response from her, he punched her he in her face her and yeah. broke her jaw. Yeah. Have you seen the one where the dude, she told him to keep moving like she wasn't interested and he hit her in the face with a skateboard. Yeah. Wow. And yes. But again, wow. it goes back to access. Didn't say anything. Nobody, Didn't intervene. Nobody yes. helped her. They left her lying on yes. New York Street. Like, I was sorry. I, you know what? I was sitting at a light on Central Central Orleans in Baltimore. And there was a Burger King. I had just gotten me a sandwich and I was getting ready to hit the highway. This dude pulls up beside me. He was like, oh, yeah, I like the way you do that. And I'm like, because I got mayonnaise. I'm like, you know what I mean? I'm He's eating trying to my clean burger, up. right? I'm, I'm trying to, because I have more clients this year. I'm trying to get something to eat before I die. Right. Right? And, and I'm like, I laugh it off or whatever because I just happened to have my window down because I just pulled out. Of the drive through So he, I'm like, okay, you know, I wave and, and keep it moving. He makes the left turn behind mm-hmm. me. He makes the turn behind me. And he was not supposed to turn. He was in a totally different lane. Mm-hmm. He makes the turn behind me. He's blowing. He pulls up on the side of me. And I'm like, oh, my God. And so... I'm trying to be nice. He was like, give me your number. And something told me, give him the number. Just give mm. it to him. So I just gave him the number. Mm-hmm. And I go on about my way. This man follows me through the city and is calling my phone to, see if it's the right to make sure it's the right number. Wow. Yeah. I'm not sexy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm not sexy. I'm tired. It's hot. It's the end of the day. I'm trying to get something but to eat. But it's access. But, yeah. he, but I'm like, this dude is literally following me. You, ain't, you don't know. I'm sitting in my car. You don't know if I got a butt or... Like you don't know, you don't know. Like you, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I'm just minding my own business, but 
I got scared. Because I'm about to hit Lombard, and then I'm going to go, and I'm going to hang that left on Howard and hit 395. Like, this dude is following me through the yeah. city, and I'm literally sitting there going, like, if I take this right turn and, and head down Gay Street, I can be by the police station, the juvenile, like the, like the court system. Mm. I'm thinking, do I go where I need to go or risk being a half an hour to an hour late just to, like, Deflect this like, or, or compensate I, for I'm this about scenario. I'm choke on my burger because I'm trying to figure out what, what I do I next. Need to yeah. do. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was in California, um, I remember what was it? Take back the night, and I remember right. doing a march. You know, because I was at Cal State University, San Marcos, and so you know we did like a little walk on the campus, and you know, um, and you know, I guess it was because there was so many women just you know being raped, you know, and. And I'm not really sure how many of them were known, the, pre- the predators, or right. you know, were known or not known. But there were a couple of young ladies that got up and told this story. So you know, their rape occurred when they were um, children, like again in their homes. Like you right. talked about having access. And I, I just think there was another documentary I was watching, or you know, someone posed a question like, if you could have anything, like what would that be? Like, and it was like to be able to take a walk at night, right. just to be to be in safe, to, to be, be safe. safe. And it's like home because home. because we're not safe. No, was, we're, not. we're really not we're safe outside. You, you told us like go for a walk. Well, that's just common sense. What you do that for? Like it's yeah. just common. Like why would you want to just go for a it, walk like that? It's like it, yeah. it, and we're made to be. We have to get the consequences. Or, or oh. thoughtless because we decided to walk to the convenience store at night because whatever. I could have needed cough syrup in the middle of the night and like, mm-hmm. oh man, let mm-hmm. me just walk. It's two yeah. blocks. But well, why did you should have called somebody to go with you? Why would you do that? That's so dumb. Like it's really ridiculous. And I think that again, when we're talking about you guys mentioned with the Amish community, you know, the list of rules, wearing a nightgown and all of this, or when you talk about the Islamic community where they have to wear a full covering and, you know, that's considered keeping your modesty. Like, we, like, don't act like in black homes, like, you have on a certain pair of shorts around the house, but then that certain uncle or a certain cousin or your your dad's mm-hmm. certain friend is coming, go change your shorts. Mm-hmm. Go mm-hmm. put this on. Go ch- I've had to change my clothes. I've had to change my clothes. My brother didn't. Right. I did. Right. Yeah, I remember my mother telling me a long time, but my sister's boyfriends, you know, they've known me since I was three years old. A and child. A child. And so I'd be on the couch, laying on them on the couch, and my mother be like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Get up. Yeah. Or when you get, get a certain age, you're not supposed yeah. to sit on yeah. man's so lap. Like, yeah. 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 No. Yeah. She was like, Don't do that. I remember specific mother telling me that, don't do that. Don't do that yeah. anymore. And I'm thinking, but I think that's I because we never told us truth yeah. about those, some of those dynamics that happen in the, in the in the family. I think that's I think that's a manifestation of that because I have had one too many clients from that generation where it was grandpa. It was grandpa. Mm. It was grandpa. Yeah. It was uncle. It was grandpa. And, and 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 I specifically remember this one client. Her daughter could never understand why she dealt with her a certain way, and she kept her from a certain side of the family, and she could never get it. And I think I was in that home maybe once or twice, maybe three visits uh-huh. tops, and it all came out. And she just she, it was like a huge relief for her, but her family ostracized her and shunned her. She was a pariah because of what her grandfather had done because she actually gave birth and then the grandmother vilified her to everybody else in the family. Mm. She didn't impregnate herself. She was a child. Yeah, she was That goes back to the thing that I saw on the internet the other day when they was like, you know, you guys are out here 
glorifying the fact that your grandparents were married for 30 and 40 and years and this, that, and the mm-hmm. other. They was like, you know why your grandmother stayed? <laughs> So she couldn't work. Yeah, she had kids to feed. Yeah, okay. So when y'all start glorifying those, all those relationships, and why you know they were married for forty, fifty, go peel back the layers. Yes, Yes. but they don't want to die. They don't want to peel back the layers with grandpa for forty and fifty. Oh, yeah, well, they want that fantasy. They want that perfect nucleus. There's something wrong with us because we're not putting up with the same thing their grandmothers and mothers and great aunts and great grandmas put up with. So they, they, there's something wrong with us. We're not good women. You're a troublemaker. You're a troublemaker. You stir things up. You're difficult. Right. Because guess what? We we later found our grandpa had somebody down the block. Next with the sister, it's your really auntie. Easy. Well, matter of fact, I think Steve Harvey had somebody on there with a sister. No. Yeah. And, and she still pursued her sister's husband. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. she didn't care. And your, your niece and nephews are your, your children. Your, your stepchildren. Yeah. yeah. Like what? Yeah. Like what is wrong with what is wrong with this picture? And also, we can do what entertain some perverse dynamic that doesn't hold weight in this reality. No, it, well, I mean, but it's just we make it a reality. You know but, what? I've heard. You know, my mom being from the south, you hear a piece of man is better than no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is so no. I have heard that. I have heard that. I have heard I'm that. Not and you're gonna die old maid if you don't get married. And, that's okay. and, and, and even that message, yeah, yeah, and even that message, you have an old, old guy. Well, well, you have women that will go and they'll grab anything so they can make a child because no. they they yeah. don't they because they feel like they don't they something. don't feel whole right. if they don't have a child. Right. But listen to the language when you and have because an older they don't want to die alone. So now you're putting that pressure. Of supporting you on that time to your yes, own yes. on that itty bitty baby. Yeah, because yeah. the dude you chose to do that with is not, not no, yeah. no, but whatever. And you fix it to your mortality <laughs> and the imminency of it. Exactly. But you don't, but see, the same thing is not ascribed to an older guy who no, is a nobody, commiserate bachelor. But I saw a dude he talks about the amount of old men in these nothing homes. I, I just saw one yesterday. No, I saw an old man while driving down the street, to, and I said, driving. Because he didn't want to let his motorized chance. Right. And he had flags on his handlebars and lights on the back. And my first thought was, where were his children? And my second thought was, he ain't take care of when they was young. Yeah. That was, yeah. And that's, yeah. And that's usually the case. And he, and why, and trying to, I don't know if the battery died. <laughs> <laughs> so he like skateboard in the chair. Yeah. Now, I was like, you know, hopefully you'll hit the heel soon. <laughs> I just, I can't. And it's, it's just, it's, I think that we don't have real conversations about humanity in general. And I definitely think that while, yeah, there's some proof of manipulative women, there's also proof of some manipulative men. And I think that we we do have to have some of these myth-buster conversations and we have to work more diligently to create, um, I don't know if it's a sense of community or your parent groups where your children are safe and where and I don't know the vetting process. I don't know. I'm just talking. I don't yeah. have kids. I don't know. But I'm just saying, like, we have to have some sort of where you have people who are vetted in your community, where your kids are safe around, or like there's a process by where we where, whereby we deal with people who violate sacred and safe spaces. We have that's how we get. That's how we're going to get rid of them. Is that there actually consequences? How uh-huh. we're going to get rid of them is that we actually create. Um, some sort of environment where, like, we have expectations, and when you got, you both want to say something. Okay. Well, just you want to say something. Okay. 
No, just real quick, you talking about vetting, and 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 that's difficult. It, it's 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 difficult because again, it's 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 always the person you least expect. It because people. I don't think so. I don't think you least expected. I don't think so. Well, no, maybe not for you. No, I, I don't think so. Maybe I mean, not for you, but the average person, yeah, they had no clue. I think we see what we want to see. Well, mm -hmm. that's the well, that's it's across the board. And I go back to it being learned behavior. I agree. And I say it's learned behavior because when my daughter was in kindergarten, she came home and she said to me, What does it mean to be gay? And I said, Huh? So a classmate entertained her with the conversation and the little girl kissed her. Mm. Now, no one at the school called me to tell me any of this took place. Uh -huh. And mm -hmm. so I'm doing my child's hair in the morning to go take her to school and we having a conversation about what does it mean to be gay at five years old. Mm. Mm. So when I get to the school, I'm going all, I'm, I'm like, I'm the crazy hot mama. Uh -huh. So now the teacher want to say, oh, well, it was something that um, the little girl saw at home and did it. Mm -hmm. I don't care. You That's her home life. Exactly. That ain't my home life. Right. I have now have to have a conversation with my daughter about what it means to be gay because this is what's going on in this Your classroom mm -hmm. and in in her home. Mm -hmm. I said we have a problem here, and nobody in this nobody in this building thought I needed to know what what happened. Yeah. So they don't see it as that big a deal. But. The, but, but it, but it is a big I, deal I because that I'm goes back to it being a learned behavior. And you seeing something in your household and now coming to school and practicing on my kid that I don't know what the hell you're doing or talking about because that's not behavior she's seen. Well, how about I got to flip one to that one? Because how even though we were talking about overwhelmingly the female has to deal with the consequences. How about when the role is reversed? Because I, I, I distinctly remember my son was six years old. And, we, you know, most people by that time, we didn't have house phones. We had our cell phone. So the little girl asked my son for his phone number. And it just so happened the little girl's mother went to went to my high school and I didn't know it at the time. But the little girl called my phone and asked for my son. He's six years old. And I said, Who's who's calling? And she told me her name. And so I said, Well, who was that? He said, Oh, she in my place. Now, mind you, I had already had the conversation with him about good touch, bad touch. Mm -hmm. But I kind of y'all know me, I turned mine up a notch. I said, You let them know you will kick them and they crap. Period point blank. We we gonna stop that all in the we're gonna nip that in the bud. Ain't none of these cutesy conversations. We not doing none of that. You don't like it, let them know you're gonna stop them when they jump. He told the little girl that. So guess who got called into the office? Yeah. He did. Yeah. Because he threatened her. No, because guess what? She told him she was gonna kiss him. Um, and he told her, no, I'm going to kick you in your junk. Because I told him, if you don't want somebody to advance in a particular way to make sure you're mm -hmm. let them know I'm gonna kick you in your crack. And he, but he got called into the office. I said, but hold up. I said, but guess what? I had already conditioned my son. So the precipitating event was not that he initiated a threat to her, but because she pursued him. And I have evidence because she, her phone number is in my phone. Mm -hmm. So you are getting about earlier about yeah, the, the 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 eighth grade girl mm -hmm. and the eight, well eight year old, eight -year -old girl, girl and an eight year old boy. Now you're saying that happened at six. I gave him to at least third grade. Well, what I'm saying, that, what I'm saying is, that, I don't think that that's naturally like i don't think that that's a typical a but typical i think it's, i think it's all about conversation to what they'll say i think so too yeah. i think it's talking about what we boundaries. saying about how how they're socialized i don't think that's necessarily a sign of maturation i think that that's a learning exposure, She's, it's exposure. It's something's going on yes. i picked the age of of eight years old because i knew that's where my daughter quote unquote society says she becomes a woman. In my eyes, she's a child. She is a child. And actually, yeah, right? if you have so the now, period that starts 
before the age of nine, five to nine, we call that precocious pu puberty, and that's like that's not a typical puberty. development. That's yeah. like a, that's, that's actually a nightline. But, but this, difficult. Like that's a totally mm, different situation. But this is the thing. According to medical books, oh, it'll go. Oh, it'll probably stop. It'll go. It never did. Right. She she had her menstrual cycle starting. She was eight, maybe would have been nine in a couple of months or whatever. Right. But I'm like, what? Yeah. I thought I had some time. It was eight, you know, <laughs> right? And I time. felt bad because I'm like, dang, right. she's a child. And, and, she had and now we have to get, uh, now yes. we had some, mm -hmm. we had some premonition. It, it was some four things that happened before it actually came. So we did have that conversation. She knew what it was. But it was like, dang. It comes with a social contract. But it comes with a social contract too. Because with a social contract, because we now have to put her in a certain realm where she has to deal with the world differently. Yeah. It's not just it's not just the biological change. Yeah. It also becomes a social interpretation of what that means to her. Well, the position she now has to play. We didn't even take it from that aspect because we weren't dealing with the social world like that. I'm taking it. But it does. I'm dealing. Nope. It's a Not for you, but it's a scribe. But listen, society won't know unless I tell it. How they gonna know? Because she, she has that red spot on her pain. Well, this is what I'm saying. The conversation had to happen that this is what you need to do. This is what you need to carry in your bag. This and you need to make sure on this date. Da, 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 da. And we had to have mm -hmm. a conversation mm -hmm. that I wasn't prepared to have at eight mm -hmm. years old. Mm -hmm. But like I said, no one outside of our household would know unless we said something. Mm -hmm. Because yeah. she, if you know you know she's very mature for her age mm -hmm. to begin with mm -hmm. which is i was like wow well it's a good thing it happened to her and not the older one because we really be in trouble right but right. at the end of the day i still felt bad because i felt it took her childhood away mm -hmm. in a way that other kids can go to the pool it didn't matter what time of the month it was and exactly. she's this that, and the other yeah. thing and i was like man but that's what yeah. I mean by introduce tampons to an eight year old. But that's no. what I mean by social contract. That's what I mean. Mm, that's what yeah, I mean. It's early. Now, that's early. Now she has to in a different realm. She, she has to navigate yeah. the world in a totally and socialize differently. Shoot, yeah. thirteen year olds have problems navigating yeah. it when it comes up. Grown women. Grown. Grown. Yeah. Yeah. I was in Disney World. Wow. Got my period. Twelve years old. Disney World. And I remember the. Later that year, I asked my mom, I came, my mom was like, no, you're not right. having sex, so you can't use a damn Absolutely. Absolutely. And that, and that, that was the other conversation. And that's it. That's but different conversation. But different communities socialize their daughters differently. Because I have a really good friend. And I remember her daughter was maybe 12. And she was already training her how to shave herself and use those hair removal creams. And, and I'm so, thinking, but why are you doing that? Because in order to remove the hair, it's meant to be aesthetic. Well, no, some cultures are a little bit more hairier than some because some of those uh, little yeah, Eastern people, but, 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 but what function does it serve? Them them here for her as 12 years. Well, yeah. The function that it serves is for it to look a certain way for the person that she's interested And that's what I said. And that's and what I said. These women want their daughters to be the bad bitch that they were not. The same way they raise their sons to dress and look like the men that they never could get. Explicit mm. language again. Yes, I know. I'm, I'm horrible. Forgive me. Um, but, but that's, that, but that's what we're talking about, though. Mainly, though, because, because the other part of that is when you're, especially when you're talking about that learned behavior mm -hmm. of that conniving manipulation. Mm -hmm. Listen, there was it's a thing groomed. that was on, it's grooming. There was a thing that was on the internet a while back, and it was this young girl had gotten this guy's phone number. And she, I mean, when I say young, we're talking somewhere between 10 and 12. She got this guy's phone number and she texted his mother. 
and was like, my name is so-and-so, and I like your son, and I'm going, and all, like, half of the people in the group were like, oh, my God, this is so cute. I would love this. This would be my little daughter. And half the people were like, this girl is fast. And I'm like, both of y'all wrong. She learned something that mm-hmm. she somebody told her this that is, is normal how you behavior. approach. Yes. And this is how you speak to somebody. And I and everybody's wrong. Yeah. This this child, first of all, she does not need to be calling Pursuing. this boy's house. She doesn't need right. to be y'all teaching her to be a I don't I don't even know yeah. what the word is because why is she pursuing a man at this or a boy she's being trained she's to be forward. She's What's, training, she's being trained. But, she, but her mom Go get him, girl. Go get your man. Like that's that. There is a whole segment of population that that does that. So if she grows up to be that girl that we all don't mm-hmm. like or despise, that becomes coercive and manipulative, uh-huh, and uh-huh. then I mean, is is it her fault when people have already put her on that track, on that path? Where they're again the learned behaviors, where they're at some point they're her educating fault. her. At some point, it's her fault because guess what? If we want to talk about what we talked earlier, scripture it says tramp a child, right? But even yes. if they depart. So that means that there's an opportunity or potential that she can depart, right? So everything is not just all. Well, you're talking about what I'm, I'm assuming of. she's older and she had she has the, the the mental the brain capacity to depart. So so we're we're actually running out of time okay. again. <laughs> so um, Dale Marshall. Okay. Natasha Marshall, Vina Richardson Robinson. Thank you for joining uh, the Kitchen Sink Conversation. See you soon.